0: Hey guys, it's Tim. Some of you guys may know me as the Trivia Guy, but uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Issue. Check us out three days a week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoy it, tell a friend. You know, spread it around. If not, not a huge deal. Just don't listen again. Uh, We appreciate you guys stopping by, though, and, uh, and checking us out, but be sure to also check out the social media outlets. We have Twitter, at The Issue Podcast, and our Instagram, at The Underscore Issue Podcast. Thank you guys again for listening.
1: Yo, what's up? We are back. It is Wednesday, December 2nd. Now into December, into week 12 of the NFL. A lot of stuff. Uh, to talk about today we're going to start off with our monday thoughts uh, thoughts from that monday night game then we're going to get into the steelers update the steelers are playing right now it is 5:29 p.m. eastern yeah, a time a weird wednesday yeah.
0: afternoon game i'm kind of digging it but it's a uh it's definitely different.
1: Definitely strange. Oh, it's so weird. Um, you know, I thought this was supposed to be a game that should have been on prime time, but by the way that they started and the way both teams look, I am glad it's not a prime time game. Um, well, it's
0: been it's been fairly embarrassing so yes, far. But yes. you know, like you said, we're gonna get to that.
1: After that we will hit a break, we'll come back with our quarterback tiers because it is Wednesday, and then we will move in and finish up the episode with our Thursday night predictions. Um so a lot to get to. Uh we're not gonna waste any time, I'm just gonna jump right into Wait, it here.
0: Do they have a Thursday night game this week?
1: I'm pretty sure. No,
0: they don't. That's right. Remember the Ravens were supposed to play the Cowboys. Wow. I, it right. just hit me, like, right now. Wow. I was planning it. just hit me right now. That's okay. The quarterback tiers will take a pretty good amount of time anyway, so I, that'll be fine.
1: Yeah, maybe another update on the Steelers game. Once yeah, we get I mean, that by point. that point, we're yeah. going
0: to need another update. So, But, uh, I mean, we'll give you one now. It's 12-7 Steelers.
1: Yes. Uh, um, we we have the game pulled time. up. They have 9 minutes and 43 seconds left in the third quarter. Uh, kind of have the game pulled up here on the phone. No volume um tj watt just went in made a sack fourth down ravens will be punting to the steelers first
0: thoughts steelers need to run the football some more guys eight carries for 22 yards while well, meanwhile ben's dropped back 28 times look can we look ben is what 40 almost
1: something like that like 39 or 40 yeah that's
0: a that's a a fairly elder guy oh 38 for sure. 30 i think he's 38
1: yeah something what are we
0: doing dropping this brother back 28 times in, in...
1: Basically the first half.
0: Yeah, in basically the first half and one drive so
1: far. The wow, second. they just pinned us on our own too. That's cool.
0: That's okay. All right. Um,
1: yeah, but, but anyway, let's get
0: to our, our our Monday night thoughts. It was the Seahawks at the Eagles. A little bit of a stinker there, but it
1: was actually... Kind of closer was, than we thought. Yeah, yeah you said, it was. You said Seahawks by 17-ish. When yeah, we were, uh, yeah. which
0: here. is weird because it kind of goes against... Um, everything I've been thinking because I, I'm a big Carson Wentz guy, but no one else is, you know. But mm-hmm. um, so let me start there. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into a little bit of a rant there for a second. Okay. People are ready to bail on Carson Wentz, yet no one was ready to bail. I'm not calling Carson Wentz Peyton Manning, but let's dig a little deeper here. How about we look at Peyton Manning's fourth year in the NFL? He was 26 touchdowns, 23 picks. It's not necessarily ideal. No. And how about we look at Eli Manning? Well, Eli Manning led the league in picks in his fourth year. He went on to win two Super Bowls, one being in his fourth year. Let's, look, Brady. At, let's look at Ben Roethlisberger's uh, fourth year. Let me see here. i got, I got to Google this one because I don't have this one off the top of my head. All right, Ben Roethlisberger's stats. So his fourth year would have been, so he started in 04. And then 05, 06, 07 would it be his fourth year. Oh, he actually played really, really well. <laughs> okay, but his fifth year. Okay, so fifth year, which is close. So Sandwich, his third year and his fifth year. His third year, he went 18 touchdowns, 23 picks. Oof. His fifth year, he went 17 touchdowns, 15 picks, pass rating of 80. Okay, so let's not, let's not overreact here, guys. Carson Wentz's pass rating, completion percentage, yards per game, and touchdowns per season have gone up. Every year, so his, from his rookie year to his second year to his third year, they've gone up all those years. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna sit here and and absolutely skewer him for for this being his issue. Look, I understand. Look, he's not being the he's not the best quarterback he could be right now. He's 16 touchdowns, 15 picks. I understand that that's not preferred. But he's their leading rusher. Yeah. Well, at least he was in this game. He's got no help. He's got cluster injuries on the offensive line. He's missing two Pro Bowlers on his offensive line. Miles Sanders has been in and out, and when he's been in, he's been wildly inconsistent. He has no better yards than like a like a second back. Um, yeah. And actually, he would have about 100 to 150 less yards if it wasn't for um, two big runs, one being in the Steelers game. I forget what the other one was, which game it was. But two big runs, he's, he's, he has 400 yards. Yeah. 400 yards. Like he has 600 right now. Without two big plays, he has about about. 425 yards. Okay, so it's not like he's lighting the world on fire. Carson Wentz is the only... He's the life preserver of this weirdly run organization. It seems like they always have the guys. They have Alshon Jeffery. They have Nelson Aguilar. They have other weapons. Deshaun Jackson. They have Ertz and Goddard. They get Miles Sanders, who appears to be really good. Yeah. Yet none of them are healthy. No. How how does that even happen? And then they go and draft... Instead of getting depth at the positions of need, or instead of getting depth on an offensive line that's aging, they go out and draft a quarterback in the second round.
1: Yeah, that was weird to me. That was really weird. In the second round. And they take the first receiver off the board, and they take Jalen
0: Rager, who had the worst statistical season of any wide receiver drafted
1: in the first three rounds. Yeah. Why would you do that? I wouldn't be surprised if Philadelphia has the next general manager that gets fired. I mean, seriously, Howie Roseman, you have—he has to be looking in the mirror and thinking, "Ooh."
0: Um, I mean, even if you, okay, look, I, I can admit that Wentz isn't worth what the huge contract they're paying him right now, no, because he's making some dumb decisions. But I'm saying it's not worth bailing on him now. But so Roseman signs that contract, which right now, I mean, I got to admit, as even as a Carson Wentz fan, is a bad contract. And then you draft Miles Sanders, who looked good, but. Proves to actually not be able to stay healthy, and when he does, really, really inconsistent. And then you take a, a receiver who can't separate despite insane speed. How do you? How are you not able to separate when you have really good speed? That that just doesn't make sense. You have to be bad. You have to be really bad. Mm-hmm. And how do you sit there and look at T. Higgins, who's six three, like two fifteen, and runs a four four, and say, "Now nah, we'll take the five eleven guy who runs a four four instead." <laughs> like what? Or how about? When you look at Chase Claypool, I'm saying, I'm not saying I thought Chase Claypool was going to be this good, no. but let's look at his measurables. Right, he's like six four, same size as Calvin Johnson, yet faster than Calvin Johnson, and actually scored better in the combine than Calvin Johnson.
1: Yeah, has great hands.
0: And and, and Howie Roseman looks at him, T. Higgins, Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, who all produced way more at better schools, and, and goes, them all over. and goes. Nah, you know what? I'm going to take Jalen Rager. What are you doing, man? So I, I think it's silly to put all the blame on Carson Wentz right now. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I'll admit that he's not playing well. And this Jalen Hurts thing has to stop. It's got to stop. People are saying, oh, I don't know. People have doubts on Tua. Yeah. Tua replaced Jalen Hurts. How does that make any sense? How does that... People are like, oh, I don't know, man. Tua, kind of short, doesn't really... Not that mobile, you know. Tua replaced Jalen Hurts, and people were calling for Jalen Hurts to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. This dude did not even complete 60% of his passes in college. And they wouldn't throw him against an NFL defense. The last guy off the top of my head that I can remember that completed under 60% of his throws in college is Lamar Jackson. And... Oh, wait, that's right, it it's kind of translated. I mean, yes, he's good. He's good. He's won an MVP, but he can't throw the football.
1: And it can be argued that he may have shouldn't have got that MVP.
0: Well, I trust me. <laughs> that's an argument for another
1: time. But, uh, that should have been Russell Wilson. Oh, uh, it's just yeah.
0: so incredibly frustrating. Wentz is a way better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Okay, yes. let's just yes, but on the Hurts talk
1: to Yes, and on the flip side of this game for Seattle, um a guy by the name of Chris Carson was a big uh big runner. 8 rushes but 41 yards, averaging 5.1 a carry and a touchdown helped kind of take some pressure off of Russell Wilson. I agree. I
0: thought um I thought him I thought he was a good change of pace. Look, he was getting yes. back from injury, so they weren't going to run him a lot. So they relied on Hyde to kind of carry the load on quantity but mm-hmm. when it came to quality Carson was way better
1: Yes uh and you know usually when you're looking at a Seahawks game you're looking at uh, Russell Wilson stat line, you're looking at, like, 51 attempts. Uh, only attempt, only dropped him back 31 times, and he hit on 71% of his passes. 22 for 31 uh, for 230 yards, one touchdown, no picks. He was incredibly efficient. Um, you know, only two sacks, 103 QBR. Russ looked good, but, I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Russ looked good. I think the thing that's starting to
0: show through for me is that... DK Metcalf is an animal. Well, yes, DK Metcalf's a different breed of human being. That's clear uh, as ever. I was going to say, though, um, two things, actually. I'm going to start with one because I just saw it, and it's just the most interesting thing I've seen. The most interesting stat line I think I've ever seen, and I, it just hit me right now. David Moore with three catches for negative six yards <laughs> and a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> negative six yards and a touchdown, that's funny. But anyway, what I was going to say is, Seattle's defense is ranked second in the NFL the past two weeks yeah. in points per game allowed, and they rank, I want to say, fourth or fifth in sacks the last three weeks, which is when Carlos Dunlap started actually playing regular downs and Jamal Adams came back from injury. Right. They sacked Carson went six times yesterday, so people are going to rip on Wentz. He got sacked six times. I think he got hit a whopping like 14, 15 times. That's a lot for a single game. Yeah, that's, that's a ton. Dude got beat up. Absolutely, and so I, the thing that sticks out to me about the Seahawks is they're they're solving the other side of the ball, and they are. which was their their issue
1: all year. They're finally starting Scary. to put together a pass rush. Scary. Uh, I, I saw a tweet from Colin Coward. I think maybe thirty minutes into the game, and uh, and Colin put out a tweet, and he said, "Seahawks have, their Seahawks have fixed their pass rushing problem," <laughs> and uh, you know that that's proven to be true. They got to Wentz oh. a lot. They were in his face all night. Absolutely. Uh, so that's about all on that game. We're gonna get to the Steelers here. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'll pull their game. I up. have
0: some ripping of the Pittsburgh Steelers to do.
1: Twelve to seven, still, still Ravens. Still twelve
0: seven Ravens ball here. Okay. On their
1: own twenty. I'm gonna pull the game up and put it on no volume while you talk. All right. All right. Um,
0: yeah, you could you could get a monitor on that while I give my two cents here. Randy Fickner has to
1: go. Oh, he's so bad. He has to go. If anybody doesn't know, Randy Fickner is the offensive coordinator for the Steelers. Oh my god, he's brutal. Yeah, he's
0: brutal. Oh god, and it's just the uh, these these bubble screens and this lack of creativity. It's got to stop. It has to stop.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the one thing. And another thing, I would say Randy Fickner and the Steelers special teams needs to get. A lot. It needs to quick. get better, I agree. The Steelers' special teams, Boswell,
0: now he missed... I think that's his fifth mix extra point, missed extra point or yeah. fourth, something like that. And I don't even want to know his field goal percentage. I'm going to I'm gonna check right now, actually. Go ahead.
1: But, like, the thing, you have to understand, like, yes, you, there's going to be guys who miss PATs, right? You're going to miss a PAT every now and then. But the situation of when you miss the PAT, because... Let's, let's take a look, okay? The game starts... Pittsburgh has the ball first. We end up having to punt. We punt. We get a turnover on their own 20. The fumble. Yes. We've turned it into no points because Ben makes a bad throw. I I can't
0: believe they actually went for that. Yes. I actually tweeted out, go check out the Twitter, uh, the issue podcast on Twitter. Um, I said, look, in a game where we're playing, basically an offense that is actually working to our own advantage. Yeah. Like the the Ravens offense is working against the Ravens. Let like why are we going for touchdowns? We don't need touchdowns. If we're playing Patrick Mahomes by all means, please go for it. Because field goals are simply not going to beat the Chiefs. No. But if we're playing RG3 and a cast of backup running backs and their best receiver being Marquise Hollywood Brown who might be one of the worst receivers I've seen in my entire life.
1: <laughs> kick the field goal. Yeah. But like what I'm talking about timely misses even. So we don't convert points there, right? So then they get the ball right back on like their own three, and then we have the pick six, and we beautiful just have we Joe just Hatton. have oh beautiful play, and we get the uh, literally have all the momentum on our side, and then you go out there and miss the extra point. Like that's one of the times where you don't want to miss an extra point. I
0: agree, and I think it's like people are like, oh come on, you still get six points. I it doesn't feel the same. No, when you when you get six instead of seven, it's not the same. Yep, and then what happened right after that? And then they score and it's and automatically you're down. Yes. And when you're down, it's a different feel oh, in and, the game. And,
1: and why did why did they score again? Right, that's right, because Ray Ray McLeod muffed a punt, another Steelers special team air, when he muffed a punt on our own, like twenty. And the Ravens got the ball right back. I will give Boswell credit. He's sixteen for seventeen
0: on field goals. Which is solid, I'll take it. But he's he's ninety one percent on PAT. I guess we can't complain that much, but you're right. It's the timely misses. It's the misses that at the wrong times. Yes, it just sucks. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Randy Fickner. It's. I think I've. I'm starting to narrow it down here. I, I'm still in progress. Right. So this is still a work in progress. I'm starting to narrow down why Pittsburgh plays down to their opponents, especially in the last two years, because Randy Fickner won't put his put our the the Steelers' foot on the opponent's throat and just, just run the football down their throat, let Ben work, instead of letting Ben just, oh, hey, Deontay Johnson, here's the two-yard screen pass. Or, or uh, Juju, why don't you just go out a yard and then turn around and I'll throw it to you? Yeah. How about instead we attack the weakness of the Ravens, which is right up the middle, and run the football, and then off that go play action because these corners are really good DBs. I'm not trying to take anything away from this Ravens defense. I wasn't thinking it was going to be a cakewalk. That's why I would never pay, take Pittsburgh to cover this 10-point this spread.
1: Yeah, that's why we didn't. We both took Baltimore to cover.
0: Absolutely. But why Why would you try to, to have, especially a young receiving core, against an experienced secondary, a more talented secondary, probably man for man, why would you try to just straight-up go at them? Why don't we run at the weakness of the defense – and then exploit an area where we think we could succeed on play action yeah. of the defense. I do like, however, how they have been going to their backs a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Snell's got two catches. McFarlane's got a catch. And then Ebron as well, because where we do have mismatches in man-to-man coverage is against those linebackers, because Ebron is a mismatch anywhere against those linebackers and safeties. And then our running backs are our mismatches against safeties and, run- and linebackers as well. So I do like that. But Fickner, it's the... It's the way, he, how conservative he is that just absolutely kills me.
1: Yes. Um, you need to be able to dial up and take some shots. And I don't—I just don't feel like he plays aggressively, like you said. Um, he doesn't... He can't put the foot down on the opponent's throat and just absolutely suffocate them. Which oh, I is, agree. I mean, that's what you have to do when you have the momentum and you have the lead. Pittsburgh has a t- tendency to let teams hang around because we can't do that. Because we can't put the foot down on them. So... Um, you know, that's going to have to change. Uh, that's really uh, before the playoffs. I mean, we don't have a lot of time left. We're going to be getting into week thirteen here on Sunday. Wow, week that's thirteen! Incredible. Like we're almost through the regular season. Yeah. So, number one, it's going to be time to check on our divisions again, our predictions. Number two, <laughs> if you're at these teams are going to have to start getting these weaknesses filled up or at least covered up because the Steelers have, I think, a really really good shot they have a really they're a really good team. They have a great defense. But they need to be able to fix their weaknesses if they're going to win a, want to win a Super Bowl and be a an legitimate contender.
0: I agree and you look at the list of of all the teams in the history of the NFL that have gone 16 and 0 and it's just Steelers are up there among one of the worst teams that have gone or started 10 and 0, I'm sorry. Started 10 and 0. And you look at the list of teams that have started 10 and 0 and you're like, "Wow." Um it, it, you can't even put your finger on why, because if you actually dig in, Steelers have a really, really elite defense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, their offense is top five in the league. Mm-hmm. Ben's playing in a top seven caliber quarterback, probably even top five, close to it. Um, their line is good at pass, but like not not the best run blocking line. They take the football away from you. They're good on third down. We're generally pretty good in the red zone. Um, it, it's a team that should be actually even better than they are. Which is hard to, I mean, obviously they haven't lost a game, so it's hard to say well, they should be better. But they should be beating teams way worse, and they, they shouldn't you know,
1: be. They shouldn't be up on Baltimore twelve to seven right now in the third quarter. I mean, th- two field goals is just come on,
0: or yeah, two field goals.
1: It's just their red zone efficiency today. It's just off. And right Deontay now. Johnson on that
0: drop, on that drop, on the go. I mean, I know I don't know if you saw that, but Deontay uh, Johnson runs a slant, and he has nothing but against Marlon Humphrey too, who is a top. Probably five corner in the league runs a beautiful route. Ben puts it on him, and you see he's got a lane of about four yards on either side of him, and then four yards of the goal line where there's not a single Ravens player even close. I mean Humphrey's about two yards behind him. Yeah, and he drops the ball, drops a touchdown basically. He wasn't in the end zone, but it it, it would have t- it would have taken him trying not to get a touchdown for him not to get a
1: touchdown. <laughs> Well, it was just bad i mean deontay johnson's been one of those guys that has been pretty inconsistent all He's year just been though.
0: so slow in the first half and the second half he usually picks it up so hopefully that's the case
1: yeah uh hopefully we start getting a little more production here from the steelers we will keep you updated on the game uh that's it for the first segment though make sure you stick around though we're gonna have qb tears uh coming at you to open up our second segment and then we will uh yeah finish things off with that so uh don't go anywhere What's up guys the uh, boys here from the issue we just wanted
0: to give the guys over at rockville a formal shout out
1: yeah they are fantastic they have everything from lighting to audio for your car your boat and power sports along with you know that's even where we got our new equipment for the studio
0: yeah no absolutely for some great equipment um hit up rockville audio check out their great prices um for all your audio uh podcast microphone needs yo what's up we are back second segment of the issue here on a snowy, yet beautiful, what, December 2nd, though? December 2nd, Wednesday. Wednesday, December 2nd here. Watching the stiller game here while we are live with you guys. It's kind of nice. I kind of like this. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. What's What down is it now? It's third and...
1: Uh, should be third and ten here coming up for the Steelers.
0: Well, they're in the red zone again. 20 bucks says Fichter throws a uh, probably a screen pass here, huh? Yeah.
1: yeah I, mean, I don't like be, that route. Yeah, nice catch, big guy.
0: I, I just don't like that play call. I think uh, the out route there, who was that underneath? Juju would have been wide open on a uh, on an hour out there. Yeah, but it was there. also a
1: terrible throw by Ben. Made him go up for it. Uh, no, it's second and ten. Steelers threatening to score on the tour. What, 29? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, throw... Is that Ebron? Coach. Yes, Ebron. God, I'm playing
0: him in fantasy. I don't need that. I have the defense, and then uh, my friend Sam's got the uh, got Eric Ebron there. and So far, I'm winning. I'm winning by, like, now that he just caught that, I'm winning by, like, five and a half, so... Need the defense to maybe get another turnover, a couple more sacks.
1: Yeah. And um, Ebron
0: to not catch a touchdown. Although, I mean, if it comes down to
1: it, I'd rather see the Steelers win than me. Yeah. Well, is what it is. But well, anyway. Look at you. Well, that's just unselfishness. Well, right I mean, there. I I mean just,
0: I'm just such an unselfish guy. Just, go, just around the holidays. Absolutely.
1: You know? Absolutely. Uh, um, but we're going to get into our QB tiers.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. Um,
1: if, if you're a first time listener, Every Wednesday, we go ahead and we rank the quarterbacks and uh, into three different tiers um so the first tier would be the game changer category these are the guys that are top of the league uh don't need much help don't need many things to go right they can still get you a win uh second tier those are called the ballers uh those are guys that are really really good they need a couple of things to go their way they need a couple of guys on their side to maybe make an impact make a difference for them but still very good and then our third and final category is called the above average joes and those are the guys that Still in the top half of the league, but um they, they need things to to help them to a win. Um and so you will see um, you know, how that shakes out. We're gonna start with the game changers category. Who is in that top category this there
0: week? There is no movement in this top category. We had Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers last week. I think it stays the same. Yes. I think Patrick Mahomes is separating as the best player, the best quarterback, at least in the league right now. After would, that performance, yes. Oh yeah, and then I would say Aaron Rodgers is actually two. It hurts. It hurts me to admit it. Ross is still up there. He's still a close three, but uh, I think Aaron might be number two again. This isn't really ranked, but you know, close two and three there. Um, look, all three of them won. All three of them had good games. It's that simple. Yeah. Um, I mean, they—they they they all, all are dominant too. the best three quarterbacks. I—I I, I think they've separated. All of them have separated. I mean, you look at their combined stats. here. Russell has a touch had a touchdown this past week. I mean, you look at Mahomes. He had three touchdowns this week. You look at Rogers. He added four. So combined, they had eight touchdowns, no picks between the three of them. Yeah, went three and zero. they they're clearly the best three quarterbacks. Uh, moving on to tier two here, we these, these guys that need a little bit more to go right here, and uh, we'll start with, you know, someone who we are talking about a lot right now, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, uh, I think I said last week that uh, he should be in the conversation for MVP just simply by the the definition of valuable, and I still feel the same way about that. But how's he looking in this game?
1: What's his stats? Not
0: solid. Twenty five for thirty eight, two hundred and two yards. No touchdowns, one pick, 68 QBR. But, look, on the year, he's been really good. Really good. Uh, He's got 2,500 yards, 24 touchdowns, five picks. Look, he's 19th in the league in yards, but he's fifth in the league in passing touchdowns, and I I believe he's in the top five as well in in interceptions. As in, you know, like least interceptions. Yes. He's been playing really well. His team's 10-0. Simple as that. Let's see here. What no else problem we got? with him. Brady. Now, here people are going to say, oh, well, Brady, he's lost, they've lost, what, three or four. He threw two picks the other day. I don't put this on Brady at all. I put this on Bruce Arians. I think we talked about it yesterday. I think it's one of the most bang-up coaching jobs I've seen ever. I don't know. What do you What do you think about Brady being in that second tier still?
1: Um, You know, I, I don't have a problem with it. I think he's, I he's down. I, th- I think he's trending down. Um, another week, like this past week, and I think maybe he drops down to the tier three. But I mean, overall in the season, he's had a good year. He just hasn't really had coaching going his way. Well. We talked about that on Monday uh, with Bruce Arians and, and how he's been dialing up and trying to turn Brady into something that he's not. And uh, Brady has been the best, best in the business at you know, the style of quarterback that he was in New England. Uh, Comes into a new system, has a coach that tries to change everything. Um, It's definitely, you know, tough for him. But I don't have a problem with him being still in the second tier right now. I would say another week, though, like this past one, and he bumps down.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, 3,300 yards, 28 touchdowns, 11 picks. The 11 picks a little bit high, but I think you could probably say that six or seven of those are just simply on the system that he's been forced to play in. Yeah um let's see all right deshaun watson who absolutely balled out on thanksgiving day if he had any bit of a supporting cast oh he'd be so good he'd be (laughs) so good went 17 for 25 318 yards four touchdowns no picks 150.4 qbr i mean if you'd move him down you'd be insane i think actually he's close to moving up to tier one
1: the issue is he just needs to win a little bit more yes um that's the thing his team's just killing him, man. It, I, I talk about it all the time. The only other star in Houston really is JJ J. Watt, who's declining like rapidly. He's not even close to being. He a did top have a touchdown manager. the other day, though. I think. Yeah, or at yeah. least a pick. He had a pick six, yeah. Which I mean, they were on like the five. Like, yeah, I mean it was still pretty up. cool. It was really cool. Yeah, I,
0: I I would say Watt's still top ten, but I mean top ten defensive linemen isn't a game changer. Though. No. You know. It's not somebody that's gonna help win you football games. Yeah, I mean occasionally, you know, like like I said, he'll get that pick six or a couple sacks for you, but he he's not He's not a TJ Watt. It's not game changing. Well TJ Watt's so good. Oh yeah. my god. He's not a TJ Watt or a Bud Dupree, I'll tell you that. All right. Um so Deshaun obviously in tier two, getting close to tier one, he's definitely a top five back in the, or uh top five quarterback in the league for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's go. How about Kyler Murray? In tier two as well, had a really, really tough game at New England. But who doesn't have tough games at New England? Um, uh, okay, all right, little uh, oh, Juju's hitting the gritty. Okay, all right, I see you, Juju. Anyway, Juju just scored a touchdown that makes it, um, what 18 to 7 now, 18-7, barring yeah. the extra point. But I mean, that's not a uh, it could be 19 7, but like I said, barring the extra point, that's not a given with Chris Boswell. But. Like You always like to see Juju get a touchdown. Yeah. I was thinking this. Hold up. We'll take a little sidebar from our uh, QB tiers real quick. I was watching the game, and Juju is just such such a good guy. Team yeah. player, leader at such a young age. He's a leader in that, in that, in that uh, wide receiver room. They were saying that even though he's actually, by age, one of the younger receivers in the room, he's still the leader of that room. Yeah. And I think he should be. He is a class act. I, I love him. I think the Steelers should definitely sign him.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, He just always brings the energy, too. A very competitive guy. Um, Did they make the extra point? Uh, They haven't kicked it yet. Are they going to commercial break before the kick? They're going to commercial before the extra point. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. NBC's a bang-up job.
0: The more and more I watch other networks, the more I appreciate Fox and uh, the good old-fashioned CBS with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Yeah.
1: Because but anyway, I hate. Oh, can I just talk about that for a second? I yeah, mean, I hate ESPN's broadcast. It's just not um, like smooth, you know? ESPN's Monday Night Football is terrible. I'm not a fan, and they don't really have that marquee announcer anymore either. No. Who's the guy that does it now? I don't know. We were talking about that. Me and you were watching the Monday Night I don't even Game, know his name. And you were like, do they have, I forget his name, you're like, as the color commentator? And I was like, I oh, that was so. Tony Dungy, yeah. Yeah, which I actually like Tony Dungy as the color commentator, but it's definitely, it was definitely weird. It was weird. They just don't do all that great of a job over at ESPN doing uh, doing. The yeah, NFL. Yeah, more of a, more foc- a Fox. I... Fox, anyway, CBS, yeah.
0: Back to the quarterback tiers, Kyler Murray in that second tier. Look, he had a little bit of a bad week this past week, but, look, overall he's still okay, he's 13th in the league in, in yards, but if you include his rushing yards, he's probably – top three in the league in total yards, Yeah, Uh, passing touchdowns. He's 11th in the league, and he's fourth in the league in rushing touchdowns. That's including running backs. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's got 29 total Mm -hmm. touchdowns, nine picks. Uh, I think 29 total touchdowns puts him only shy of Mahomes and Wilson for total touchdowns uh, in the league. I think Aaron's close. So, I mean, look, Kyler's playing really well. He is. I think it was a tough game, but honestly, I, I boil it down to coaching. I don't think he was put in the best position to win and to succeed this past week in New England, um, which I'm not saying it's easy to, to, to be put in that type of posi- uh, position against New England at New England, but um, definitely wasn't a great game for him, but I still think he's definitely a Tier 2 quarterback. I would agree. Let's see. All right, people aren't going to like this one, but I'm going to do it anyway. Derek <laughs> Carr. Derek Carr had a rough game. I understand that, but let's not go all crazy and say that uh, you know he's not... A, a good quarterback. He's still, let's go to the stats here, he's still 16th in the league in passing yards, 11th in passing touchdowns, and his uh, touchdown to interception ratio is top five. I mean, that's that's pretty simple. He's a good quarterback. Top five touchdown to interception ratio. His QBR, I think, ranks seventh in the league. Um, he's playing really good football right now. Obviously, the, 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 this game was just simply not good. and he's, I mean, that would make him trend down but not enough to trend out of tier two.
1: Yeah. Um, I think Derek Carr has been honestly one of the best quarterbacks that we've seen all year long. And this is Most a- Most consistent for sure. Yes. And, and this is a list that is just based off of this season. Yep. So if you're going to look at, you know, we're just looking at 2020, okay? So it, if, if this was a list of all time, obviously no. No. But, and there's going to be people that freak out about this game, right? Like, what were his stats from this last game? Derek Carr. 22 for 34, 215
0: yards, no touchdowns, one pick, 70 QBR.
1: Okay, but that's, that's not, not even, even that
0: bad. bad. That's really not even that bad. Like, for comparison. That's like Ben right now. I mean, for comparison, let's check it out. Let's check other quarterbacks that had some rough games. I mean, even on the other side of the ball, Matt Ryan had a 75 QBR, and they won. Yeah. You know? Kyler Murray had a 67 QBR. Cam Newton had a 24 QBR. A 24? Yeah, 24. Teddy Bridgewater had a 75 QBR. Um, Like we said on Monday, it was a really bad week of quarterbacking. It just wasn't – yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, you – Let's see. Sam Sam Darnold had a, a 51 QBR. The Giants' quarterbacks had you know, Daniel Jones had an 84 before he got hurt. But then Colt McCoy had a 65 QBR. Uh, Brandon Allen for the the Bengals had a 68 QBR.
1: I mean, look it. it Derek Carr's one bad game, and it wasn't even that bad. He has 70 QBR. That's not terrible. And he's still been one of the most dominant, most precise passers of the football all season. Um, I agree. He's been really good. So, yeah, I don't have a problem. RG3 looks really hurt, though, and he just got hit again. Oh, God. poor guy's just getting clocked. Oh, It's probably going to be uh, roughing the passer then. No, the, the flag came out before that, I think. Maybe a holding? Quite possibly. Let's
0: see what this guy's going to say. Come on, grab your wrist, here, my guy. here. The second. Right, let's see, come on. Oh, just call the holding. It's the longest the ref conference three I've three ever
1: seen. Yeah, Zebras. Oh, that'll work. The we'll take it. now all right, and I'll take it. Baltimore making another Baltimore mistake. Yeah, I'll take it.
0: Um. All right. So tier at the end of tier two here, we are going to have Jared Goff, and it's the same situation as Derek Carr had a bad week, but I will also boil it down to look: the Niners just have his number. It's simple as that. The Niners are four zero in their last four games versus L.A.
1: They just match up really well. They just,
0: it's just a matchup. Exactly. It's just a matchup thing. Look, Lamar has th- I think four. Well, now this year. Has like five losses against teams not named the Kansas City Chiefs in his career. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's just a matchup issue for for Lamar and the Ravens. It's it doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. Doesn't mean we should bail on Lamar. I don't think we should. I think right now he's proving his worth. Right now, Rd three looks terrible. He looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. Offsides, of course. Just give the five yards right back, huh, Steelers? <laughs> Um, look, RG3, uh, if you include sacks as negative passing yardage, RG3 has like four yards
1: passing. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Like if this was like judged based on how college football was.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's look here. Um, the Ravens have five passing yards.
1: Five? Five. That's fantastic. Five passing yards. <laughs> how many rushing yards? How many yards of total offense do they have right now?
0: They have 118 total yards of offense, and they have 113
1: rushing yards. Okay, yes. Um, well, there's plus, like, seven to the passing game. but um, That's okay. Do we force the punt? Yep. All right. So... Oh, Oh.
0: wait. Oh, oh. Oh. Might stay on the field.
1: They're going to ah, go for They're it? jogging off the field. Yeah.
0: Um. So, anyway, back to Jared Goff. Look, I don't think we should overreact. It was one game. Let's relax. He's going to get back on track against Arizona. They have a really bad defense. Um, He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yep. All right. Down to Tier 3 now. So, there was no movement in the top two tiers this past week. Okay. Now, was there movement in the third tier, Tim? Minimal, actually. Not that much movement as well because, like we said, it was kind of a weird week for quarterbacks. Kind of a dead week, yeah. So, let's go with uh, Josh Allen. Look, Josh Allen got the win. Wasn't spectacular, but it was cold, windy Buffalo. I didn't expect him to, like, light the world on fire. I mean, let's check his stats here. All right, Josh Allen went 18 for 24, 157 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Um, had an 88.4
1: QBR. That sounds like a Tier 3 quarterback. Yep. That's exactly what I would expect from a Tier 3 quarterback. And how about the movement on Josh Allen this year? We He was a Tier 1 guy for a while.
0: Yeah, I, I think he's probably close to a tier two. I mean, this week wasn't great, but, I mean, they keep winning, and he keeps being a pretty big reason why, especially because he adds a rushing touchdown this past week and uh, had 32 yards on the ground as well. So he's, he's, he's proven his worth for sure. All right, let's go over. How about Ryan Tannehill had a spectacular game. Uh, didn't really have to do much because Derrick Henry really, really carried the load. Only threw the ball uh, 22 times, completed 13 of them, 221 yards, so making the most out of the completions that he um completed obviously one touchdown no picks 108 qbr also ran in touchdowns so two total touchdowns no picks if i get that from ryan Tannehill every week he's looking at bumping up to a tier two guy yeah as much as i don't like to admit it but i think the weird thing holding him back right now which is kind of weird is the how reliant they are on derrick henry it I makes know. me think that look he couldn't do that if it was just him i don't think he could wow Wow, this old clip from ben right now is is awesome 8.51
1: seconds to get the ball out now he's, he's zipping the ball out now i like this new ben getting rid of the ball quick yeah it's nice instead of watching him dance around and get hit all the time
0: yeah i mean all right uh lamar lamar's hurt um but that doesn't mean i should bump him down uh it's not even that he's hurt he's on the covid list I wouldn't... He stays where he's at. Yeah, I mean, as simple as that. Uh, How about Justin Herbert? I mean, they got the loss. He threw the pick. Didn't look spectacular, uh, but didn't look bad considering he had no run game. 31 for 52, 316 yards, one touchdown, one pick, 76 QBR this past week. Enough to keep him in Tier 3, for sure. Not enough to bump him to Tier 2 for certain. No, yeah. Yeah. All right. We only have two guys left here in the same division. We'll go with... Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford had an 85 QBR on Thanksgiving. Um, They don't really have that many weapons, to be honest with you. Uh, He targeted TJ Hogginson a lot, which I like to see. I like that uh, big red zone target. Uh, I mean, look, 28 for 42, 295 yards, one touchdown, one pick, 85 QBR. Again, that sounds exactly like a Tier 3 quarterback. 85 to 95 QBR. One touchdown, one pick on average. You know, you're completing about 60 to 63% of your throws, which is he did. That's a Tier 3 quarterback. Yes. Yep. You know, tier, tier 2, you're completing a higher clip. You're winning at a higher clip. Um, you have something that is a little more special, you know, like Goff. Uh, really, really good on the run. Derek Carr, really accurate. Kyler Murray can't hit him. He's so elusive. Deshaun Watson, same way. Extends plays. Throws a beautiful ball. Brady with the, the smarts. Ben can't bring him down. Gets the ball quick and accurate. So, all you guys have something special. This Tier 3 guys not as much. Um, and Stafford, Tier 3 quarterback. Yep. And last and probably least, I'm not going to lie to you, Kirk Cousins. All right? Well, let's not bang on Kirk Cousins here, guys. 34 for 45. 307 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Had 116 QBR. Wow. I mean, you look at his past couple games here. He played better than most of all of the other quarterbacks in the league this week. (laughs) I agree. Uh, Kirk Kirk Cousins is not a bad quarterback. We've been saying it for so long. He's very overlooked. Very overlooked. I mean, you even go back to his game against Dallas. He had a good game. He went 22 for 30, 314 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, 140 QBR. You keep going back to the week before. He against a Bears defense. He had 101 QBR, two touchdowns, one pick, 25 for uh, 36,
1: 292.
0: Dang. You go back the week before against uh, Detroit in what was that? That would be week, week nine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, my yeah. guy goes uh, 13 for 20 for 220 yards, averaging 11 yards in attempt, three touchdowns, no picks again, 142 QBR. So in the past, what, three, four games, he has, like, 12 touchdowns, one pick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah, Or 11 touchdowns, I'm sorry. 11. 11 touchdowns, one pick in those last four games. That's incredible.
1: Dude, he's just.
0: He's good. I'm not saying he's so good. Let's let's you know, easy.
1: But he's a good quarterback. Yeah, and I was just about to say, he's just, like, if he could be more consistent with that. Like, he has these games, like, where he'll pop off. right? Even this like strings of games, like three to four games consecutively where he'll look so good, just, just dotting it up, just incredibly efficient, makes all the throws he needs to, needs to, and then he'll go and he'll play like some nobody team. And he'll throw like four picks. And he'll throw like four picks, no touchdowns. He'll throw for like you know. 63 yards, and then it's... He, well, that's yeah. why
0: I think now we finally put him up in that tier three because he's been consistent. Look, And then you even go back a week before where they knock off the Packers at Lambeau. 11 for 14, 160 yards, one touchdown, no pick, 138 QBR. Yeah, and then the bye week is a bye week. Keep going up here. You get to the game against Atlanta. Look, they lose it. I get it, but I mean his defense let up 40 points.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Cousins had the three picks, also had three touchdowns, had a 90 QBR. If his QBR is above 90, I'll be I'm I'm pretty happy. Yep. Um, I'm gonna keep going back because this is just this is fascinating to me. How about? When he went to Seattle, when it was raining, kind of cold, twenty-seven for thirty-nine, two touchdowns, one pick, ninety-three QBR. Consistency, right now, that's what he hasn't displayed, and now he's kind of finally displaying it a little bit.
1: Well, that's good. Yeah.
0: How about even against Houston? I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going with this. Sixteen for twenty-two, two hundred sixty yards, one touchdown, no picks, hundred twenty-seven QBR. He's playing good football. Yes. I get that he started bad, but he's playing good football. So definitely a tier three guy and to follow our trends here i mean no one moved down or up any tiers but i mean if we had to you know put some arrows on where people were trending i would say ben stays even brady down deshaun watson up yes kyler down Carr down golf down trending up i'd go josh allen ryan Tannehill, justin herbert and Kirk cousins all trending up all in tier three staying flatline i'd go lamar and uh, Stafford, Stafford had a really average game. I
1: wouldn't say it bumps him up. Wouldn't say it bumps him down, even trend wise. Yes, and I would say those three in the top tier. I would say Mahomes and yeah. are trending up, and, and Russ then,
0: kind of staying sideways I, right now. He he trended down the last couple weeks, but now say, he's kind of plateauing where he, he's at right now. Yeah, I would say Russ stays even. Um, I would say overall from you know the first seven eight weeks he's trending down. Yeah, but from this past week he was about even.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So that's just about it. That's, that's about it. So what? I mean, final final
0: update on the Steeler game for you guys. Still, Although I mean, it's still nineteen. By the time you listen to this, you'll probably already watch it. But you know. Boswell, yeah. throw you a little update on our thoughts
1: so far before we head out. Yeah, uh, so the Steelers are still up 19-7. to seven. Boswell did make that extra point. Oh, um, blessed, And we just punted to Baltimore. Baltimore's getting the ball on their own, I want to say, a 15 if I remember 14, correctly. 14, actually, so you're really close there. Yep. Um, um, we're limiting
0: the Ravens to... 13 total passing yards, so that's really good. Ben <laughs> threw that touchdown, so he's now up to an 81 QBR, looking good. Still think we need to run the football more. Ben's already dropped back 47 times. Wow. We've only run the ball 13. I'd like to see him drop back That way is going to be a little sore. Especially also that way we could chew some clock. But, I mean, overall, was playing a decent game. Way too close for comfort, but you know that's the Steelers for you.
1: Yep, playing bad, playing down to bad competition. Absolutely. So and we're just gonna watch. I, I'd like to see a couple more minutes of this defensive stand. So we'll just kind of give our thoughts as it goes. Just a little. I agree. Uh, to hang in out. the meantime, I gotta say, if anyone here watches
0: NCAA basketball, a lot of really good games on tonight. Uh, VCU at Penn State right now is forty-one forty. It's actually you know not too intriguing, but close. You know, not like you know they're not top ranked. Teams or anything like that, but it's a close game. Um, oh, oh my. Trace McSorley's in the football game, people.
1: Trace I repeat, Trace
0: McSorley's in the football game.
1: Wow, that didn't look good. Yikes, that was a bad
0: throw. Uh, <laughs> also, number 21, Oregon, in action tonight against Missouri, who's actually a pretty underrated team basketball-wise. Illinois, number 5 ranked versus number 2 ranked Baylor in basketball. That's going to be a really, really good game. And West Virginia, which is ranked 11th. Uh, playing Gonzaga, who is the number one overall team in the country, so some good games. If you guys like basketball, or if even if you just like to bet, you know, even if you don't know that much about basketball, please don't talk about college basketball around me right now. Oh yeah, I mean while we're talking about that, I kind of called it. So he threw some scratch on Kentucky last night beating Kansas. I said, no way, Kansas all day. Then again, I also said he should have parlayed it with Duke beating Michigan State, which didn't happen, so it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. um, I'm a big
1: parlay guy, and it always comes back to kind of bite me. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. My thoughts with Kentucky, though, like, yes, they did just lose to Richmond over the weekend. Thought they would bounce back, though? I thought they would bounce back because last year, Kentucky lost to Evansville in the second game of the year and started 1-1, one and, one. and yeah, you know, I'm a big Kentucky fan, I went to Kentucky for, for a little stretch there, but, uh, I mean, uh, we bounced back against Evansville last year, a- after Evansville, came back, ha- had a great rest of the season, almost ran the table. Uh, I-, I thought we would be able to do that again this year, but Kentucky loses to Kansas last night, that cost me a little bit of scratch. Nothing crazy, but still a little money. You always hate to See it leave the bank account and not, oh, come, absolutely. not come back with any more friends. You know What do we got here? Uh, Trace McSorley about to get killed by Minka. And oh, my God.
0: They just converted a fourth and three, and the
1: only thing they did was let Trace McSorley take the ball and then just run. And Trace McSorley's talking mad crap right now to, uh, talking to Minka. Talking some stick. That's just embarrassing. Minka
0: did. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Minka did pop him, though. That's incredibly embarrassing for that defense. Avery Williamson, come on now. you got to make that play. Boom. But, I mean, it is what it
1: is, whatever. Nice hit. Ravens always have actually had a pretty good line, so, you know, whatevs. As long, as, I just want to make sure we get off the field here before we uh, shut the podcast down for a second. Oh, it's got to be a pick, oh. man. Who's that out there? Steven Nelson, good looks, though. What are we looking at now?
0: Maybe Third we should, and, get, maybe we should
1: start getting ready for our uh, career in sports announcing if it happens to be radio. radio. So, yeah. yeah. Get a little uh, practice down. Do a little Mike Lang action here.
0: And uh, Crosby shoots the puck up the near side boards. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally be a hockey announcer. I, I'd love to be a football hockey would be some Football would be fun, though, too. I it could totally be. be a Tony Romo type guy. I don't know if I yeah. could be the the, uh, the the play-by-play,
1: but color commentator, I feel like I'd be pretty good at it. Yeah. I don't know, who knows? Play-by-play would take a lot of talent. I mean, I'm just sitting here trying to think about calling this play-by-play. And I could do like it. McSorley play-by-play. rolls
0: right. Getting chased by a bunch of really big dudes. Throws a- oh!
1: Should have been a pick! Who is that? Is that Minka? Oh, Minka! Minka!
0: Minka. Come on, it's hard, it's hard to like yell at Minka because like He's he so always good. makes those plays. But, yeah. come on! Should have made that play. Gotta make that play. Oh, McSorley's oh, yeah. pretty bad.
1: Oh, 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 in and out of your hands, big. Twice, dog. actually. Jeez, Manko. trying to throw to Marquise Brown. I don't know why you'd do that, but you looking know. like me trying to play defense during the
0: turkey bowl. Yeah, <laughs> defense is at a uh, is at a premium there. <laughs> yeah. All right, Minka. How about we make up for the pick six on this play? That'd be pretty sweet. Help out the defensive fantasy stats here.
1: Yeah, that would probably would you're kicking yourself there. Yeah, huh?
0: that that sucks. All right, well, I mean, they let up no yards. They got off the field. All right, I'm up 104 to 99. I'm thinking Ebron's probably not getting that many more touches. Watch him take, like, a 97-yard catch to the house right now. I will cry.
1: (laughs) This game in the bag. I have a 91% (laughs) chance to win, people. 91. There's a 9% chance that you lose, though, and doesn't that scare you a bit? A little bit. But, you know, the Steelers are about to receive the punt. As long as barring any dumb things that could happen. To a good from, point, uh, we should probably watch this to make sure. Just to make sure we secure the ball here. Come on. All right. The, come on, Ray Ray. Catch the, the ball. The catch the ball. Up. Don't fair. Catch it. He's oh, we let it hit the ground. Bounce, perfect. Okay. Balances, that's perfect. It goes out of balance. And that is just about all we have for you guys today. Um Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, pretty good episode. So, go back. Look. No! Bud Dupree's limping. Bud Dupree is limping. Just get him in the locker room. He doesn't need to play the rest of this game. Just get him in the locker room. Let him rest up. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway. Yeah, guys, go back, listen to, uh, you know, what we had in our first segment. We had our Monday thoughts is what we started with, and then we did some Steelers talks, Steelers updates, um, and then we hit the second Segment with our QB tiers and then a little Steelers <laughs> update there at the end. So, overall, pretty good episode. Go back and listen. Thanks for hanging out with us. That was the issue.